Hi, Hillcrest family and friends. Welcome to this Thursday, January 25th edition of Fresh Prayer. I'm Mark Hinman, one of the pastors at Hillcrest, and it's my privilege to be able to lead us in a time of prayer as we do every Thursday evening. And some of you listen and uh, watch this later, and that's great because, uh, you know, it's good anytime we can pray together. But we are just going to join together in a special time of prayer tonight. I will just give you a heads up. We're going to be in Psalm 13, if you want to take Bible and go ahead and, and turn there. We'll be there in just a minute. Uh, I reached out to the church family. Many of you got an email or saw on social media a, a question of how we could pray for you, in particular, particularly if there's an area that you need a breakthrough in. And I got to tell you, I have pages of of notes that I received uh, requests. And wow, uh, many of us have requests. And so I'm not going to, to speak a long time tonight before we pray. We, we have a lot to cover tonight. But if you have something that you didn't share with me that you'd like the church family to know about, for me and others uh, to be praying for you about, please reach out. Let us know. You can email prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com. Uh, you can call the church anytime, day or night, and leave a message if it's after hours. The number is 716-483-3331. Or if you have the Church Center app on your phone or device or want to go to our website, uh, you can also send prayer requests and updates uh, that way as well. Yeah, it's great to have updates as well. A lot of times we pray and we don't hear back and we're wondering, how did that test go? What happened in that situation? Is that person feeling better? Uh, so it's also great when we get um, updates from prayer requests. Well, I I asked you uh, in the email if you got it, you know, do you need a breakthrough? And uh, many of you responded with lots of uh, lots of things, areas that you you need to break through. And, and you know, uh, I so appreciate the scriptures. And this psalm that we're going to read, Psalm 13, is a great example of this. You know, the Bible doesn't give us these, you know, glossy, covered, uh, varnished over, very pretty pictures of every circumstance in life and all the the great patriarchs of the Bible. In fact, it, the Bible is very real about the problems and hardships and difficulties that we all face that are common to all of us. And King David was no exception. He's the author of Psalm 13. And, you know, it, it just, though it feels a lot of times, you, you, when you're in a circumstance that you've been in for a while and it's just so difficult, you just wonder, how long is this going to go on? How long are we going to have financial problems? How long is this relationship going to continue to be exasperating? How long am I going to feel this way, be physically struggling? How long am I going to be dealing with these intense intense temptations or uh, trying to get over this loss that I've experienced? How long am I going to be dealing with this immense grief, this weight that I feel? All of these things can weigh us down. And I have to tell you personally, as I, I said in my email, um, I have had several seasons where I have just literally cried out to the Lord and said, how long are we going to do this? How long is this going to continue? You know, I, I likened it to, you know, going around the same uh, block, you know, a hundred times. Lord, how many times? Can we have a change of scenery here? Could something change? And just, just feeling utterly frustrated, exasperated. And, and it can be very, very difficult because in those times, it seems like God has hidden his face. It seems like he does not hear or that he doesn't care. Um, and there's just this in, incredible sense that, that we're, we're being triumphed over by 
if nothing else, our own selves, our, our own grief, our own um, you know, frustration is just getting the better hand of us. Not to mention the enemy who is always nipping at our heels and trying to, to bring us down. So how do we respond in those times? Well, King David gives us some really good insights. And so let me just read the psalm, and then I have some comments I'm going to share with you. So Psalm 13. How long, O Lord, will you forget me? Forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long must I wrestle with my thoughts and every day have sorrow in my heart? How long will my enemy triumph over me? Look on me and answer me, my oh Lord, my God. Give light to my eyes or I will sleep in death. My enemy will say, I have overcome him and my foes will rejoice when I fall. Verse 5. But I will trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. Now, if this sounds familiar to you, um, many of you are reading through the Bible with me, through the Bible in a Year plan, um, uh, with the Gumbles, uh, as a pastor in Nikki and Pippa Gumble, uh, as a pastor in, in England, um, Anglican pastor and author. And this was prior, this earlier this week, we had this passage as part of our reading. So I want to read some comments that uh, Pastor Nikki Gumble um, made about Psalm 13 because I thought they were particularly helpful. And he says, you know, the, the, the psalmist, King David, says that we are to keep going uh, when we are feeling like nothing is happening, God's not lifted, listening, and we're just crying out how long. Um, he says, David continues to cry out to God. He, he continues to say, look on me and answer me, O Lord my God. Give light to my eyes. So it, it, give light to my eyes. So it's okay to continue to pour out our hearts to God. That's not a, a um, uh, an act of um, that's you know between a, a, um, a lack of trust in God or belief in Him. Oh, that's exactly what we're to do. We're to press into the Lord, to keep praying, to keep crying out to God, even when God may seem far away from us. That's the first thing. Then number two, to keep trusting. David says, uh, verse 5, But I trust in your unfailing love. Um, the message has it, I have thrown myself headlong into your arms. Boy, I love that picture. And you know, it's relatively easy, um, Nikki Gumbel says, to have faith when things are going great. But the real test of faith is when things do not appear to be going well. Right? Okay. So the third thing, though, is then to keep rejoicing. So he says, he does not rejoice in the trials, but in God's salvation. He says, my heart rejoices in your salvation. So I'm celebrating your rescue, Nikki Gumbel says. Then the fourth thing is keep worshiping. In spite of everything he's been through, David is able to see the goodness of God. He says, I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. So he remembers all that God has done for him. So as you begin to praise and worship God, uh, Nikki Gumbel says, it brings perspective to your problems. Sometimes I find it helpful to look back on my life and thank the Lord for bringing me through some of, some of my very own struggles. So keep praying, keep trusting, keep rejoicing, keep worshiping. Those four things to keep going when we're wondering what in the world is going on. So with those encouragements, I want us now to go to prayer. And I'm going to lift up as many of the prayer requests that you've shared with me 
as we possibly can in the time ahead. So just encourage you to get into a posture of prayer, to sit down, to relax, uh, um, get yourself focused on the Lord, and let's go to him now in prayer. Well, our Father, we do begin with praise. Lord, you have been good in every generation, including our generation. You have been good. You are faithful. You are always loving. You are always caring. You are always concerned. Even when we may not be see it, be seeing it or experiencing it, God, you are good in every way. And so we just choose to give you praise tonight, to come before you with faith, declaring again that we believe you are a gracious and good and merciful and loving God. And we thank you that we can come to you in assurance of faith because of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has made a way, has opened up the way that we could have a living and real and personal relationship with you, the living, true God. And so, God, we thank you for times that many of us can look back on where we have felt like we have just been left out help, you know, to dry. We've been going around the same block, around around the same issues, same problems, same same circumstances, and have cried out to you, how long, is, oh Lord, is this going to go on? And we can look back now and see how you answered. We can see the breakthrough. Because we experienced it firsthand. And so, Lord, I personally give you praise and thanks for so many uh, things that you have done in my own life. And I can look back on various years and, and even decades where there, where there just didn't seem like there was anything happening. And then the breakthrough came. And, and I can look back now and say, God, you knew exactly what you were doing. Your timing was perfect. You, you had it all together. And so I pray that you would increase each of our trust tonight as we seek you together on behalf of one another. And Lord, I just want to just praise you for some of the answers to prayer that uh, several people shared this week. I thank you for um, the people, God, that responded to the call for salvation at the end of the second service this past Sunday, and for others that perhaps in the first service that likewise embrace you in a real and personal way, Lord Jesus, as their Savior. I pray that you continue to grow them in you. Thank you for Elizabeth Park that reached out and said, you know what, actually my life is great where I am right now. My job is good and and um, and, and things are, are much better for me. And Lord, we've cried out for Elizabeth in the past. And so we continue to thank you for the ways that you are providing for her. Lord, I also thank you that I heard from Victoria Knapp. Um, who we prayed for her sister, Terry, and... Uh, an MRI that she had, and thank you, Lord, that her test, that test came back clear. And yet, Lord, there are other health issues that Terry has, so we continue to lift her up to you and pray for a breakthrough for her physically, but also financially. Thank you, God, that we can pray for Terry tonight. And thank you that she has a loving sister in Victoria that cares about her sister. And God, I thank you for the message we heard back from Rihanna Lamphere. And God, that she is uh, getting clean water now to her house. This was over over a year that we prayed for Rihanna for a breakthrough in her water situation with her home. Thank you, Lord, that you are providing clean water. And that's something, God, we all too often take for granted. You know, the, this the practical things and blessings of every day, of clean air and clean water, a warm place to live, of clothing to wear, food to eat. All of these things, God, you are so 
good and so gracious. And thank you for the uh, the testimony I heard back, the thank you note, um, actually a video that I received from our Hillcrest, Pakistan um, brothers and sisters. We were able to send some funds to help them with some small heaters for the worship space where they gather. And they were so grateful to, to have some heat. They've had no heat there, and it's been getting very cold on those Saturday nights when they meet with us. And so I thank you. Um, praise you, God, for the provision of heat uh, for our brothers and sisters in Pakistan. Um, Lord, I thank you for another sister in Pakistan, uh, Sister Sundas, who was very ill, um, and we prayed for her and as we gathered with her this past Saturday, but now she's well. And Lord, you've answered prayer again for physical healing, so we thank you for her. And also another sister in Pakistan, Rukshana, who who's just experienced some real struggles with her mental health, and yet she sent us a picture just with hands uplifted, and in praise to you, thanking you for the healing that she's experienced internally in her mind, in her emotions, her body. Lord, thank you for answered prayer for Sister Rukshana. And then, Lord, I just thank you for all the new attendees that we have at Hillcrest. Um, not only in person, but online. Uh, some of them are new tonight, perhaps even. And so I thank you for each person that um, is, is becoming more and more part of our, our Hillcrest family. Now, God, as, as much as we'd like to just continue in praise, uh, there are many who have requests. And so I just want to bring many needs to you now, Lord. And we do so in faith. Um, and, and I'll start with financial needs. Um, Jeff and Pastor Jeff and Kim Johnson, many of you know the Johnsons that served here at Hillcrest for several years um, and actually helped uh, produce this fresh prayer gathering. Um, Pastor Jeff's family experienced a financial of fraud and so I pray God that you would restore the funds that have been stolen and that you would just reveal yourself as a provider a good provider in this circumstance and then father uh, many of us have been praying uh, praying for the Paternity uh, family who had a, a catastrophic fire um, they're not a part of our Hillcrest family but many of us are connected to the Paternities. so we pray and we thank you that Dave and Chris are safe they were out of the house they're their cat got out, uh, but Lord, they've experienced a, a huge loss. So we pray for your provision for them, and we pray for you to just draw them to yourself and cause them to uh, drink deep of the love of Jesus and that you would be seen as a provider for them during this time. Then, Lord, I think of those who share uh, spiritual needs. Um, I thank you for Bill, who has... Uh, just a, a heart for many other people, but he, he asked for himself that, that that God, he as he continues to age, would, would keep on keeping on in his walk with you. Lord, um, that he would not listen to the discouraging whispers of the enemy or of his own flesh, but that he would continue to follow hard after you. I thank you personally, Lord, for Bill's example and, and how he loves on those uh, who are, are younger, young adults and college students. And he, he has many that he mentors, Lord, and he asks for a prayer, particularly for the Asian students who are coming to church with him, and that they would just grow in you, that they would come to full saving faith in you. And also for some Iraqi and Tunisian students that he continues to disciple from a distance, God, that you would work in their lives. Thank you for Bill's example. And then, Lord, I I, um, I pray for a parent um, 
that is just very concerned for their child. Um, and uh, this parent's name is Janet, and um, her daughter grew up in, in church and going to Sunday school, and yet seems to have walked away uh, from you, Lord. I pray that you would capture this daughter's heart. Hear the cry of her, her mother, I pray, and, res and restore the joy of her salvation. Cause this, this girl's heart to be turned back to you. And Lord, I, I just know that there are many parents, perhaps um, praying along tonight, many grandparents who are in that same place. And so I'm going to pause. And you, if, if you have a child or a grandchild or uh, a, a younger adult that you're aware of that has walked away from Christ, or uh, just needs to come to know him. I'm gonna pause right now. Would you lift that person, that child, um, young adult up to the Lord right now? Go ahead. Father, there were um, some that reached out and said, you know, they just don't know how to interact with their kids on spiritual matters and to be a witness. And so, Father, I pray that you give us wisdom and revelation and just real skill in being able to be a witness to our adult children, our young adult children, our teenage um, <laughs> and, and younger children. Um, Father, we don't want to be nagging. We don't want to be legalistic. We don't want to be a negative influence. We want to be a positive witness for you. So help us and grow us in that. So then, Lord, we're going to just move on to, to some relational needs that you are aware of, but you've told us to come to you and bring these things before you, and that often we don't have because we don't ask. And so, Lord, um, I think of Jerry, who shared with me, she's recently started attending Hillcrest, and she's become estranged from her son and her daughter and her four grandchildren. What a heartbreaking time it's been in the last month and she spent on Christmas alone and God I don't know all the circumstances you know the circumstances but she's grateful for Hillcrest and the family there and the encouragement but God her heart is breaking so I, I just joined Jerry in praying for healing in her family for a breakthrough there Lord um, um, thank you for the ways that you're working but we just pray for a breakthrough and, and likewise I know that there are many that have relational stresses in marriage, in relationships with girlfriends and boyfriends, with siblings, with parents. Oh, Lord, you're, you're aware of each of these needs. And again, I'm going to pause. And, and if you have a relational issue that you'd like to lift before the Lord, lift that situation up to God right now as I pause. Yes. Thank you, Lord. And then we're going to move on to praying for some those uh, who shared that they need direction. They they need um, God to clearly lead. And uh, Nicole um, reached out and said that she and her upstairs neighbor, um, Brittany, uh, need a new place to live because apparently the building that they've been living in has been condemned. Oh, my Lord. Uh, Nicole's a young mom, and this is huge. Um, so I pray that she'd provide a place that's just the right fit for her and um, God provide a breakthrough there because there aren't a lot of great rental properties <coughs> excuse me available right now so would you be her provider I pray in Jesus name 
Then, Lord, I think of college students that are uh, some coming into their last semester of their of their college year. My daughter Madison is among them. Um, Karen's daughter uh, Sarah. Um, Karen is another mom who reached out, and you know, just the whole struggle of knowing what's next. Um, what is the right job to take? Um, where to move? How to take these next steps financially? All of these things, God. So I pray that as our college students end their college career and move on into work, that you would just lead them and give them assurance. God, steer them. Let them grow in their ability to hear your voice and to follow your leading. Protect them from just making um, a bad decision or just acting on emotion or an opportunity, an open door, but confirm their steps in a multiple, in, a, in, in many ways so that they are sure that you are speaking to them. And then, Lord, I pray um, for another woman who reached out and just said that she needs direction for increased income, greater opportunities with her business. And so I pray for that. And, and I ask, Lord, for every person, every small business owner, every everyone that has some um, uh, a need for increased business and income that you would provide and you would open doors and open up blessing and opportunities um, for these and provide. And then, Lord, I, I thank you for Penny who reached out and said, you know what, I need, I need um, direction for my future. Uh, this has been a long-term prayer. She said she's had a lot of confusion and she just needs to know whether you're leading out her out of what she's been doing or, or not. And if, if not, that you would give her contentment with where she is. So Lord, I lift up Penny tonight and I pray along with her for every person that's in that place of wondering, is there something else that you're leading them into? Would you lead them, God? Would you show them or give them contentment and and peace about where they are so that they can stay there and know that's from you. And then there were several that shared um, their their heart for um, for others that, that don't know you. Um, and we've already prayed for Janet's uh, daughter, but Lord, I also think of Elizabeth and her, her boyfriend, uh, Mike, and who needs to come to know you. Lord, I pray that you would remove the spiritual blinders I pray that you would um, break any um, down any barriers and that you would open his heart to you. And I pray that for others, God, who are closed off to you, that that turn um, a deaf ear to your voice. And I pray that you give them ears to hear and a heart to respond to you, to your call. Um, your word says that you're not willing that any would perish, but that all would come to repentance. So we just believe that and pray that for those we love who need to come to know you. And then, Father, there were many who reached out and said that they are in a season of grief. And, Lord, this can be such a difficult, discouraging season to go through. And so I pray for each one that's going through our grief share process right now on Monday evening. So thank you um, <clears throat> for those who are, who are leading, um, for Lisa and Susan, and uh, I pray for healing each of those folks, but I also lift up those who are grieving the ongoing of Carol Hallberg, a longtime member of our church family, um, started at her graveside with Pastor Dan earlier this week, and thank you that Carol's with you, but know that that leaves a hole in the lives of those who have been left behind. I think of Nancy Norval, and I continue to pray your comfort and peace over her, 
and their family. And Father, I pray for Sue Peterson and the loss of her sister Pat and, and her brother uh, David last month. Lord, um, Sue's experienced a lot of loss. I pray that you would mend her grieving heart. And for Michelle Bodecker, who lost a grandparent. And for the Keefe family, Lord, that um, tomorrow will be having a memorial service for their mom and grandma and um, uh, family uh, that will gather for Don Keefe's um, memorial service. I pray again for your comfort and your presence to be very evident as we gather together to celebrate Don's life over at our sister church, Lakewood Baptist, um, on Friday afternoon. And then, Father, there are many who have physical needs, and so I want to I want to pray for those. And um, you know, some some are dealing with colds or COVID, um, flu, it's uh, RSV, it's shingles, all kinds of things. So uh, we just come before you and thank you that you are a healing God, that you do relieve us from these problems, these viruses, these infections. And so we believe you for that tonight as we come to call up to you uh, for many people. Father, I thank you for Fanny who reached out and said that she's experiencing some pain in a knee that she had replaced four years ago. And Lord, I can't believe it's been four years, but um, thank you for that artificial knee. But I pray that you bring healing to Fanny's uh, body, relief from that pain. Father, I, I pray for um, Bob's uh, brother, um, younger brother Tom, who has cancer spreading in his body. Oh Lord, um, you you know what's best for Tom. He trusts in you, um, but you are the God that can say the word and we can be healed. And so we lift that before you and say, Lord, what is your best for Tom's life? Is it to to heal him and, and that he'd have a testimony of praise, or is it going to be something where Tom is going to go home to be with you at some point? Um, just lift him before you and I pray that you bring you reveal yourself and bring your presence and peace and let your power be experienced um, in the Kreiner family and then um, Lord I, I just lift up also Mary Powell Parment who has ongoing chronic issues um, with myasthenia gravis and diabetes and so on Lord I, I just pray that you would bring continued improvement to Mary's health. God, that she would not need to return to the hospital, um, but that she would see improvement in her health in the weeks to come. I also lift up uh, my good friend, Wendy um, Roof, who serves on our team. And God, she has uh, also battled sickness here recently. And, and she you know, has balance issues and back and hip issues and stomach problems. Father, I just pray for Wendy tonight, that you touch her and relieve her of these symptoms more than that, that you bring healing to her body. Encourage her. Thank you for the encouragement she is to me and to so many in our church family, the example that she is. Um, encourage and strengthen Wendy, I pray. And then for Robin, who reached out and it just said that she's experienced a lot of pain in her neck. I was aware of someone else in our church family that also is dealing with severe neck pain. But so I, I know that this God is causing Robin problems with sleeping and and just just um, a lot of pain. And so I pray for relief from that and healing uh, for her. And then, Lord, I, I just thank you also for Mary Erickson's um, friend, uh, Sherry, uh, that her 
nerve injury is improving after an accident, um, but we continue to pray that you would heal um, Sherry. Now, there may be some other physical needs, uh, perhaps of your own, or for someone that you know that I haven't mentioned. So I'm going to pause right now, and let's pray for that person, for yourself. Father, I also just want to end by praying for our young adult ministry, um, the unified ministry. Thank you for Pastor Ben, and as we're into with the young adult ministry, 21 days of prayer for direction and for a movement among young adults, uh, we call out to you again, God, for this generation, that this would be a generation whose hearts are turned and tuned to you. And I, I thank you for Pastor Ben's leadership and his passion for you, his love for you, his desire to see his fellow young adults come into it. A real and personal relationship with Jesus and follow hard after him. And I pray that, Holy Spirit, you would move in the lives of our young adults and that we would see a, just a wholesale change in this generation. And um, you just do a great thing. Uh, through the unified ministry, not just in our church, but throughout the region. I know Pastor's heart is that this would be a region-wide ministry. So I pray for your leading, your direction, for your enabling power and blessing. And so, Lord, for all of these things that we've prayed tonight and things that we didn't even mention, um, I, I thank you that we can come to you. And even though, Lord, at times we... We doubt you and we struggle and uh, we lack faith and, and can call out and cry to you. Lord, we, we do so because you are the God we seek and we know you alone can answer and help and bring the breakthrough that we need. And so we just bring all of these things to you tonight in the strong name of Jesus. And we all said together, amen. It's been good to pray with you. And again, if you have needs that we haven't shared tonight, reach out to the church. Uh, again, um, email us, prayer at hillcrestjamestown.com or give a call. We'd love to be able to pray with you. Um, and just an invitation to join us on Sunday. I would love for you to join us this Sunday for worship in person or online, YouTube and, and, um, and Facebook at 8.45 or 11 a.m. Sunday morning. But until we get together again, God bless you. Have a wonderful evening.